Bush. Board draw, episode 47. I was about to say 48 there, but 47. 47. We are flying. Nearing things. big episode 50. Big episode 50 coming soon. Um, Don't forget to subscribe if you're excited for episode 50 because it's going to be mega. Episode 50 is actually going to blow your mind, so uh, get excited for it. But before we get to episode 50, we have to talk about the penultimate round of games in the Premier League. The Barclays is coming to an end. It's coming to an end for another year. Um, Man City... Has it it already come to an end due to sheer dominance? That's a question we need to discuss. Has it like just ended forever? Has... um, I was going to say the appeal, but the Barclays has always got appeal. But has the spirit of desire and kind of the chase for silverware, is that dead? I mean, if you've been living on, unless you've been living under a rock here for the last week, Man City have once again won the Premier League. Fair play to them. Uh, With a game to spare, they managed to catch Arsenal, leapfrog Arsenal and leave Arsenal in the dust. Mate, it's not even like we were running towards the finish line. About four or five weeks from the end, we turned around and started running back to the start line. (laughs) It was (laughs) the last few weeks. Looking at Newcastle now, thinking... Mate, that last month was rough. Yeah, it's... um, but yeah, fair play to City, mate. They're C- the best team in the world. And obviously there's a discussion we had we had it last uh, pod and it'll probably be raging into the summer. Is this the best team to ever do it? For me, no. Ugh. But the thing is, like, at the minute, no. If they win the treble, maybe. But they haven't reached the same points total as they have before. No. But then again, they're in the final of the Champions League. The final of the FA Cup. When the hell's the final of the FA Cup? We need to... So, it's like, if they do complete the treble, it is what it is. But are they the best Premier League team of all time? Probably not. Are they the best team of all time? Yeah. 3rd of June. Yeah, best English team of all time, maybe? I'd say... It's hard. What are the parameters? They're, in my opinion, the best team currently... Yeah, they just won the Premier League. At, <laughs> or the best team ever at winning games. I know they've had more wins before. Um, I know Arsenal won Invincibles. You could say they're the best at not losing games, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's so hard to say because... But this like, team... If you put, if you put Pep's uh, Barcelona, yeah? Mm. Xavi, Iniesta, um, Busquets, midfield. Yeah against this Man City team I think that Pep Barcelona team is better yes but although there is the question and I saw Pep on his post-match interview against Chelsea where he's talking about how this season he's like kind of rediscovered like the defensive side of his game and said that like recently it's all been about fullbacks bombing on scoring more than the opponent doesn't matter about how many you can see as long as you outscore them kind of thing but now, in this system where he's playing like four centre-backs, he's saying that like it all kind of boils down to winning your duels and that stone-cold killers at centre-back and if you've got them playing at full-back but they're still centre-back players, they're always going to win their duels in that defensive line. And that's why I was saying that this team are the best at winning games because... They've got players that are just going to win their duels. Then they've got Erling Haaland that's going to score a million goals. They're just built to win games. Yeah, they're, they're like just functionally a, a get a winning machine. Yeah. Like you say, they've got Edison's played out of his skin, mm. like especially the last half of the season. He's been outstanding. And then, yeah, you've got players like Stones, Akanji, Ake, uh, Diaz, even Laporte. Yeah, unbelievable they're, they're like five centre-backs they're doing it, they're doing it the everywhere 20, yeah. you brought in young players like Rico Lewis who's doing it everywhere mm. and they play this inverted um, uh, right back into CDM or left back into CDM depending on which side of the pitch they're on and Pepper's done something really amazing this season because he had that weird fiasco of trying to get Erling Haaland was scoring goals but mm. Man City weren't playing mm. and they were winning just with the pure calibre of quality of player in their team yeah but then halfway through the season, he's had to readjust his formation, readjust the tactics of his team, uh, how they transition, how the flow of the, uh, the game's going to go, where they position on the pitch in certain um, periods of the game. 
and he's now he sort of pioneered this four at the back into a three at the back with a C, your right back or centre back pushing into a CDM role, playing a sort of narrow chokehold midfield with this like free flowing forward play, and it's kind of like um, he's kind of like mutilated his system before to make it work for this team, but he's so good that now we're seeing Arsenal try and adopt it. Mm. We're seeing Liverpool try and adopt it. That means they've got they've, that's how they've sort of got Trent playing a little bit. So Pep's managed to do that in the midst of a season where Arsenal were running away with the league. And now he's in the final of the Champions League, the final of the FA Cup, and he's just won the Prem. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. And for me, there's been a lot of discussion about has the Prem become the same as Liga, the same as the uh, Bundesliga? I know Farmers League. I know Dortmund are maybe on the, the yeah, brink of the first title in 11 years, but... Man City won the five out of the last six. I've only really been pushed by Liverpool. Um, but for me, the dominance isn't Man City. The dominance is Pep Guardiola. I agree. I think he is just an absolute genius, isn't he? And um, he's, I, he's the best of all time. Yeah, go, best of all time. Go. Um, I think back in the day, and everyone's like, "Oh, Sir Alex, Sir Alex is quality." But I think back then there was a lot less questions being asked of teams. There was only like two or three ways you could play. Now there's so many different styles of play. There's so many questions being asked of teams. So many like, so much analysis. Like everything is to the minute detail these days. That like, if your league's better than everybody else, which Pep is, you're you're like a genius because it's so hard to be that much better than everybody else when everybody in the world has like pretty similar amount of like data everybody can access the same that's data that's it everyone has the ability to the same data pool to access the same data pool and you see teams who utilise their data properly like Brentford like Brighton mm. who are seeing success from it and they've invested smartly in good managers like they had Brighton had Graham Potter they had Deserby they've done their research into yeah. these managers proper proper analytical research the amount of signings that Brighton have just got right and yeah. they're reaping the rewards for it. So that wasn't as prevalent exactly like in years ago. Sir Alex's day. So you didn't have as much competition. You could like commandeer and monopolise all like the best an- analysts, all the best kind of... The best coaches. Coaches, the best... The best groundsmen. Literally, you just monopolise those and you become the best team. Whereas now, everybody has access to data the level is just and the so standard the is so much higher. That Guardiola in this kind of day and age where everybody can compete, for him still to be leagues above is just testament to how good he is because the competition has the access to what he has, but they can't catch him because they don't have that big fat noggin. Yeah, literally, what the competition don't have is Pep Guardiola. Mm-hmm. And for me, going back to the, the point, the Premier League, yeah, Man City are in an era of dominance. And I think it lasts as long as Pep Guardiola is there. But I don't Agreed. see Pep Guardiola leaving and another manager coming in and instantly seeing the same success. I, I like Unless there's a manager that comes out of the woodworks or unless someone like uh, Deserby or like, I don't know, from randomly, like Postacoglu, something like that. Draw account that. The way Pep Guardiola talks about Deserby... It's like a, gets me kind yeah. of like scared that they're lining he's like lining up Deserby it's as like his successor. Sir Alex to Devin Moyes but it might Mate. work yeah exactly it's kind of scary And but like you, we were talking about is Pep going to leave and if the trouble happens I fucking hope so if I'm quite honest because I'm sick to death of Man City winning it all the time I, I'm, I, I do miss but I'll miss Pep when he's gone because oh. he is quality Watching the Pep team week in week out is is just he's box office as well, but in like a really respectable way. Well, I was going to say, so it's like I miss Jose Mourinho, and he was like top tier cunt, pain in my ass when he was in the Prem. But now that he's gone, you you miss that kind of box office. You miss that kind. Now of... Now you're gone. I realize my love for you, you was miss that. strong. And like when Pep goes, obviously the area of dominance will go, but you'll miss. The style of play, you'll miss kind of his the innovation, je ne sais quoi, yeah, the innovation. So you'll miss that, but someone needs to. I mean, put Man City back in their place. Christ the, alive! Then you have like the argument, like right, the Premier League as an organization, as a brand, 
wants to have the best football in the world. It wants to be the most entertaining. It wants to be, it wants to be a product, the best product. That's probably why but, they are. Um, what's the saying? Fucking, I don't know. But taking it slow to press these charges to Man City because <laughs> they're thinking if we take two, three years to press charges, Pep will be out of the league, De Bruyne will be out of the league, Haaland might be at Real Madrid. So there's not as much money to be made then from Man City. it's just Jack Grealish going down. There's not as much ma- money to be made from Man City, but we'll milk them for all they're worth while they're all still here and then we'll um, find them or whatever, kick them out of the league, but they'll we'll have milked them dry by then. So that's one to ponder. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, <laughs> it is strange because we, we went through like a sort of era off between the main United... Dragging their heels, that was the saying. Dragging their heels. <laughs> we went through this era like where we've seen Chelsea battle it out with like Man United and then Man City come in and then Liverpool come in and then suddenly we've got like five out of the last six years Man City have won the league. Mm. You look, We always like slate the Bundesliga or League Earn for like this sort of thing even Serie A to a certain extent when Juventus were dominant although I didn't even clock I looked at Serie A winners so it's last four years it's Juve then Inter, Inter then, then AC, AC then Napoli, Napoli yeah. that's nice if you're like into that league seeing four and different winners what, in four and years. they've also had a team in the final of the Champions League they've got a team in the final Champions League and Europa, team in the final Europa and Con- uh, uh, not conference. No, not conference. It's, uh, but they had a semi-final in the conference, didn't they? Yeah. So yeah, no, you, Syria. We might have to delve into it. So it's coming back. and they, they, the league is like mad entertaining. And Juve just got another ten-point deduction, which is funny. <laughs> but yeah, Man City, are they monopolising the league? I don't know. It's it's an interesting one. I, uh, but like the question is, the the healthiest thing in the league, or for the league, would be for someone to be able to utilise this summer to catch Man City mm. and um, maybe Man United might be doing that if they uh, acquire one Haroldo Caninio oh, I thought you were going to say Neymar I've uh, Man United yeah <laughs> I've seen links yeah with Neymar and Vinny Jr now yeah because obviously Vinny Jr had just this abhorrent race abuse in Spain as a country you need to take a long hard look at yourself yeah I mean, was it Valladolid? Is that is that the team? Nah, Valencia. What was it Valencia? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. They beat, um, oh, because it was like a relegation. Real team Madrid one nil. But like right the whole the game, game, yeah. Vinny have just been peppered with racist abuse. And I know Vinny watches this, so shout out, man. We yeah. You. Come on the pod. Come to England. So I've seen loads of people c- coming out and saying like, come to England. This has happened so many times, and apparently he's been put like. So like 16 or 20 times this season. Vinny gets absolutely no abused in Spain, but you can see when it goes to like the Champions League and he's not in Spain anymore, it's, it's they, they love him. And I think he, in my opinion, is maybe him and Pedri. I think I tweeted this from the board draw account. Are the two kind... Oh, no, I didn't. I might have. Fuck knows. But him and Pedri are like the two star assets of La Liga. And... I can't see Pedri leaving like Barcelona's boyhood club and whatever. But Vinny, if he leaves, I don't think La Liga has any kind of star quality in I mean, pool. Benzema's going to retire. Exactly. So. Modric, Chris are gone. I mean, Messi might go back to Barcelona if he doesn't go to the Saudi. The fact that they're like, pulling like Jude Bellingham is a bit annoying. But I think their kind of like star power as a league is deteriorating. And is, if, if Vinny leaves... That sets like a terrible precedent for the future of for the La Liga. Future of La Liga yeah. But maybe it's a healthy precedent because that oh, yeah, league 100%. could do with a big reset. Yeah. From the beginning of the era of the Galacticos mm. till now, they've dominated world football. Yeah. The the Spanish national team has dominated. The uh, Real Madrid dominated the Champions League just consistently. Yeah. Barcelona, when the years where Real Madrid fell off, they sort of dominated it. Then you had Atletico Madrid even winning it. So... You've got like this crazy dominance on world football, and then suddenly, you know, star assets leave. Ronaldo went to Juventus, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, Messi off to um, PSG. Neymar even before that went to PSG. Yeah. So you're seeing like the the, the downfall the of La Liga, and I'm here for it because bad investments though, spending heavily on players. Literally, like English teams couldn't keep hold of their players. Look at Arsenal losing Fabregas. You know, losing Henri. Song. Alex Song. Kleb. Alexander Kleb. We've lost Mandem to Barcelona. But yeah, so maybe you must be sick if you enjoy this downfall. 
I'm almost the one that did. I was like, oh, it kind of like Darth Vader. But, um, but yeah, it's mad. Vinny Jr., maybe to Manchester United. So it is. before we go for a break, yeah, let's talk about Man United. Um, it's a weird one for me because White Wagos is terrible. Man, Anthony Martial is terrible. Uh, Jaden Sancho, I don't know if he'll ever recover. I don't know if this is a real quote, but I saw someone tweet on Twitter that apparently, tweet on Twitter, yeah, um, that Wout Weghorst said that, so he was asked about the links to Neymar. And he said, oh, I, d- I, d- I haven't read much about the links, but if Man United do sign Neymar, I think me and him would be a partnership United fans could get very excited about. And I was like, bro, do you know who you are? And you're alone. I was like, you're talking about Neymar, probably one of the best players Generational of the last generation. And you're Wout Weghorst, who's currently p- uh, a Burnley player that's on loan at Man United. The only thing he's ever done was score two goals in the final 12 minutes. Of I the- was like, bro, check your privilege. You are not a duo with Neymar. <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? What is going man, on here? Wout Weghorst, man. Big Funny guy. Um, but yeah, the Man United team is, is, very, is very mid- Ooh. Like, United fans won't like to hear that De Gea great shot stopper but you need someone to play out with their feet crazy There's, that they're going to offer him a new contract there are better options out there and you and you get them on a way lower wage yeah 100% Aaron Wan-Bissaka I think is alright I think you can get away with Wan-Bissaka and Dalo combo for another year I think we I underplay their defence they've got one of the best defensive records in the league I think and you got. I think you don't really need to touch I think that Varane, Varane is fine yeah Mar- uh, Martinez really good really good signing yep. I think Lindelof is alright back up get rid of Harry Mags bless Harry him Mag I think he is just a recipe for disaster and his Phil kind Ever- of story Phil Jones, Phil Evans. at Phil Man Jones. United is just needs to be out the door as well get another centre back in back up centre back left back they're talking about Kim Jim May ooh very tasty Kim, very Kim good Jay, yeah, yeah. very good player. very Holy tasty player. So, um, but yeah one Luke to look Shaw at. I think good left back top player um, Tyrick Malassia good I think he's alright. I, I think, think he. I think he's you, right you said mid. He is the definition of mid. I think mid he's, uh, he's right for backup, though. Yeah. He's a co backup. Then you've got uh, Casemiro, Ericsson. Good. Maybe you get. And you've got Fred as well, who can play that deep role. I think so you just let Fred go and just. I think Fred's alright, though. I think let Fred go, let McTominay go. I think games that are hectic, Fred is a valuable asset. He, he is. I think he is an asset, but I think if you want to get away from this, just like mid United kind of. Like people talking about how Oli's got more points in his season than um, Ten Hag and all this stuff. You need to start clearing out some of the players that are been around for a while. Common at both, but yeah, for me, get rid of Maguire. Get rid of. I know we're talking about Lindelof, but I think just get rid of him as well. Get rid of De Gea. Get rid of mate. Splash the cash here. Get Vinny. Get Vinny <laughs> yeah. over Neymar. Yeah, I think hundred percent. I think I love Neymar, but the. Any link to Neymar is now just. I, I think I think Neymar is good, yeah, but he's going to be injured for like six months season. He's going to be out. I think he he's going to be played. in the back of his sister when it's like his birthday or whatever. Like every year, <laughs> I don't year. think he's had over twenty appearances in like five years. Yeah, and which is crazy. This, like, I don't know. I think you're investing it into the the brand, the brand of the player, and yeah. you're not going to actually see as much return as you would if you bought someone like Vinny. Vinny could go on to be a generational player for oh, United. Oh, mate, Vinny, Vinny go on to and get door, yeah. Bro, you just get that team working. You get that working, Vinny and Rashford, yeah? I don't know how you play left or right or Rashford up through the middle Probably Rashford through or middle, what. Yeah. And then even Bruno, he, really good player on his day. Really yeah. good player. Bit of a rat, but really good player. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they go Vinny and uh, Rashford, like one of them has to go one side or the other you play Rashford up top. But then maybe you get a striker in. I think maybe you get yeah, they, Harry Kane. They can't be spending that Vinny money because I think Vinny would set you back about 150 million. I think they've got the peas though. They've got Champions League. Yeah, but not if you want to sign one Mr. Harry Kane. That's 100 million right there. Yeah, they mate 250 million for United. It's not. Well, I mean, I but think they need to send a mid as well. If you got outgoings, yeah, and you you getting rid of Harry Mags, you get like 30 mil for him maybe, and then you get rid of David De Gea. Yeah, yes. Like the wages are the big thing for me, really. Yeah, I mean, I've we've seen them do it when they signed um, Jane Sancho after bloody spending. I don't know. I mean, I forgot they got. Oh Anthony no! As so well. they signed Jaden Sancho, and then everyone was like, "That's a massive window." And then they drop Varane and Cristiano Ronaldo on top of that. So they have previous of like going big and but, then going big again. But will they? F- um, will they spend? Whilst the Glazers are looking to sell, exactly that. That's the question. It's very weird. Maybe Sir Jim Ratcliffe. That's the boy in it. it he might. Him. He might come in. Or the Qataris. 
If it's the Qataris, we're in for a long kind of decade of... I mean, it will get to a point where the Premier League is no longer the English Premier League. Mate, it'll be a mess. And the Championship will shine. <laughs> yeah, Because the Championship, like the Premier League, it can't have the two. The, someone win it two years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Come back after the break where we'll be giving you more beautiful insight like you just heard. So talking about Mr. Harry Kane, he scored an absolute banger on the weekend. Free kick, wasn't it? So, yeah, so Kulisewski kind of like rolls it back to him on the free kick and he just scores an absolute pinger from about 35 yards into the top bin. Um, Is that his parting goodbye to the Spurs fans? A farewell gesture, gesture, if you will. Perhaps. What's he doing this summer? It's an interesting one. So... there's there's few players you can say they gave more to a single club than Harry Kane. Facts. He, not in terms of trophies, but in terms just, of just himself, he is, by all means, an elite player, world class, one of the best strikers ever, ever, ever. Mm-hmm. One maybe the most complete striker in world football. One to ponder. Maybe Benzema. I don't know. Maybe Thierry. No, I mean currently. Ah. Currently, I'll allow it. Maybe, maybe the most complete striker in world football. Oh, right currently. now, yeah, 100%. probably one of the most complete strikers in world football ever. Like, there's few strikers who can do what he does in terms of creativity as well. Yeah, he like right now he's the most complete striker in the world. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting summer for him. Um, At 29 years old, no trophies what to his name. Does Harry Kane? He's a trophyless man, and can a trophyless man, um, really go down as one of the greats? Um, he's from Walthamstow shout out my guy Harry Kane that's why he's a bloody gooner <laughs> um, so yeah it's going to be interesting obviously he's um, broke Jimmy Greaves record earlier this year yep he's England's top goal scorer yep he, Spurs, like, he's yep. basically got it all he's, on, he's on the Shearer's, hunt for Alan yeah. Shearer's record which makes me think he if he does play. leave Spurs and I think it's going to be a very very certain if I think he's going to leave Spurs but very certain is <laughs> come on I mean because you can't say he will no but for then it's not a certain if he leaves if, <laughs> if he a very very as certain as an if can be as certain as an if can be he's pondering he is going to leave Spurs I saw him come but, out after the Brentford game and said so they were asking him about his he just came obviously. out and he went oh, I've had enough he came out and was like yeah I'm done out here no he said um, I'm not going to talk about my future but um, if Spurs are to progress, a lot of changes need to be made, and that kind of made me think like he's done with it. Like, just like imagine every week you're bagging goals, you're putting in like an eight, nine out of ten, and and we said this on the pod. Mate, you got you're like, surrounded you got, by you got donuts. sixty million Richarlison doing this, bro. You're surrounded by donuts that can't do anything, and Nothing. it's just like it must be like you're playing in like Sunday League, and you're like you know you're like a. Prem the ball. captain of your club is Hugo Lloris. Mess. Mess. How? Save my guy. So, yeah, he, I think he's going to go to United. The other Prem clubs should have like one of those where they put Harry Kane's face on their team <laughs> and be like, save Harry Kane. <laughs> oh, mate. Poor guy. Um, Free yeah, Harry I've, Kane. I can't see him leaving the Prem. No, he can't, mate. He's going. He he's got to go for that record. Like, have you heard him speak English? Like, imagine him trying to speak a different language. But Vinny leaves Real Madrid. Harry Kane, Jude Bellingham join Real Madrid. Benzema could be retires, goes to the MLS, mm. goes to the Saudi league, makes P, drops some more rap. Jeez, Harry Kane could look good in a Real Madrid shirt. He could. He's trained the whites of Spurs to. Los Blancos, the most trophy laden team probably in the world. So if He's you're ever from, what is you yeah. did a complete. I was going to say if you're ever looking for trophies, probably go to Real Madrid. Ideally, they're pretty much guaranteed one every season. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so but it, I haven't seen Real Madrid links. I think the only links I've really seen are Man United and Bayern Munich. Yeah, I've heard maybe Chelsea, Fucking but I Chelsea, think it's very man. loose. Yeah, and just like. Get rid of Chelsea. Yeah, but Chelsea gonna be linked with everyone because they just know their American this summer, owners. Yeah, like, Chelsea. Like as a fan, you'd be. If I was a fan, I'd be like, I seen. You couldn't look at any links because you just know all of them are just there. For they've clicks. been linked with like quite heavily with uh, Vlaovic. Yeah, I saw that. And I keep saying people like, could you not pick a more obvious continuation for to the, the number nine curse? Yeah, yeah, 100. it's mental. Um, but yeah, it's it's strange. I 
I think he stays in the Premier League. Yeah. I think he stays in the Premier League. I think United is the one. I think Man United need to pull their finger out their arse. The match where Spurs played Man United and the Man United fans were singing, we'll see you in, in the, the summer. Yeah, we'll see you in the summer. Or I like, think, we'll see yeah. you next season. Like, oh, when Ten Hag brought in Valt Vekos, yeah. Can't do it. He wanted someone to be a platform to build off of. There is no one in world football who's a better platform than Harry Kane. I'm not saying he's a target man, but he is an enabler of the people around him yeah, in the best way. Everybody around him so much better. And he he just can you imagine him be able to feed balls to like running uh, running runs of like Rashford, he, Vinny Junior if they got him. I'm just saying, Mate, you're set on this Vinny Junior. I think that could be disgusting, but. I mean, Anthony, if he gets away from the touchline, will be good. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could see an all-English trio of Rashford, Kane, Jadon Sancho. Jadon Sancho is so washed, it hurts. But Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I think but yeah, I think Man United is the one for him. Man United. Maybe. I'd hate and to see it because I thought done were the days where Man United just steal the best striker in the league. Mate, can, they, can you again. just like imagine they go from Wout Weghorst to... Harold Kane. I'm not seeing enough kind of propaganda from United fans to try and get Harry Kane. I would honestly, if I was United I fans, like, I would be, be bullying Harry uh, like Tottenham fans. Yeah, mate. Just ha- but imagine. Like, what does this mean for Tottenham? Oh, mate, they'll be lucky if they get top half. Next but season. but the thing is though, like they lose they lose a player who's probably innate value is about two hundred million and some, and they probably get what 100 120 million for him and if they their recruitment's anything to go by it's going to go to howler they're going to give like harry winks and ben davies like improved contracts mate they'll, and they'll probably give you got reason number six years they're fucking looking to give eric dyer a new contract who i think is probably up there with the worst center back in the premier league Harry Mags. Could you imagine? Could you imagine, could you imagine center box kind in of. the deal for harry kane they give spurs harry maguire <laughs> then you've got a back line of Harry Maguire Eric Dyer and Christian Romero. Romero Jesus Christ that is, <laughs> that is an absolute <laughs> recipe for disaster oh that, was, that would just be comedy Spurs would take that deal I reckon I think they would yeah <laughs> they'll knock like 20 million off the deal yeah, for Harry Kane fuck oh that's, that's that so is quality funny. but um, yeah I think what it means for Spurs is not good things because they're already in a bad place Daniel Levy is his head is well and truly on the chopping block. Spun. They, but how can his head be on the chopping block when he is the boss? They had one of the best managers in world football. They've got the best stadium in world football. They've got the best striker in world football at the start of the season. And by the end of the season, they've lost the they manager. One of the best wingers in world football. In Son, yeah, yes, the shout. And by the summer, they've lost that manager. They pretty much killed him off, ruined his career. They're going to lose their star striker and their stadium is only good for Beyonce tickets. So, name a fatter decline than that in one season. And I think when they lose Harry Kane, the kind of appeal to play for Spurs goes because you know you're playing with one of the best strikers in the world and he's going to carry you to points pretty much every week. So, when you lose him... What is the appeal? There is is no appeal. appeal? There's There's no Champions League football. That's another thing. So you had Champions League at the start of the season. So that's an appeal. And none of that. What you haven't even got Europa League. I think... Will so, they get conference, so like, maybe? They're looking at getting in uh, Ernest Schlott from Fernwood. Mm-hmm. He's a manager who I think players will want to play for. But he's nowhere near the pool of a Ten Hag. Nowhere near the pool of even an Arteta. Nowhere near the pool of a Klopp. Nowhere near the pool of um, a Pochettino, if he ends up at um, Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. Nowhere near the uh, pool of... Who have I missed out? Pep Guardiola. there's... Managers lower down the league. Deserby. Deserby, Unai Emery, even Thomas Frank. Lopetegui. They've got more pull than yeah. Arnish Lot. So for me, Spurs, and maybe this is what they need a complete kind of overhaul. Overhaul, rebrand like, of the, the culture. Last time they actually bought someone like through the academy and it was like. Good player. Probably Harry Kane. But they bought him from Leicester. Yeah. Like Deli Ali bought from MK Dons. Yeah. I mean, look at the likes of Luke Amos. He's just been released by QPR. Tom Carroll, where's he gone? He was like meant to be a really good player. Well, Luke Amos got released. Yeah, yeah, I liked him, but he's injury prone. Uh-huh. Really injury prone. Um, Jaffet Tanganga, what happened to him? Should we get Luke Amos on the pod? I would love Luke Amos on the pod. I think he's a really good, great guy. He's done well for QPR, but yeah. he was just blighted by injuries. 
But yeah, I mean, like, just so many like weird signings as well. Who was that keeper they signed? Like the, the nutcase keeper, Gatsuniga. Was it Gatsuniga? Yeah, what happened to him? Is he on loan in Serie A at the moment? But um, they've got Tango in Dembele, yeah. What happened to him? He's on loan at where? Like in Marseille or somewhere? Yeah, and he's their record signing, I think. Yeah, it's like he, clearly a baller. In Napoli at the moment, yeah. What's going on there? Like, yes, Harris. Brian Hill. What happened to him? Mess. Like it's constant. Um, who's that fullback? Regidon. Regidon. What's going on there? Emerson Royale. Mess. Emerson Royale sucks, mate. He's terrible. Yeah, there's a like, mess is, going he, on. There is no appeal to come and play for the Tottenham Hotspur. And on top of that, just to pile it on, because fuck Spurs and all that, the teams lower down the league are only getting better. Brentford pushing for European football for the first time ever. Brighton got European football for the first time ever. Newcastle, Champions League football for the first time in like 20 years. The teams that Spurs didn't have to worry about two or three seasons ago, they're going to have to worry about now. And if Spurs don't make some decisions correctly and quickly, they could genuinely see themselves falling out of top six pretty quick. Have Spurs fumbled a, a potential golden error? Yes, 100%. I don't think their golden era would ever be the heights of Man City's golden era or like yeah. Liverpool's recent. Their golden era run. was that Pochettino era, but then and they should have made like one or two big signings. Did they? After did they, that did he leave League. after they lost the Champions League final? Like on the following season, yeah. It's and rough. It's they bad should decisions. have pushed on after that Champions League final loss and made some elite signings and gone to that next level. Conte, kind of, um, you can talk about fucking Nuno and Jose, but that was kind of sacking. Marino on the the day before a cup final mess you have like one of the most serial winners yeah, yeah. of all time and then you decide to give it to Ryan Mason mess what, what's got because like, you what because your ego you've thrown right. away a golden generation and now and maybe Arnie Schlopp is a guy you completely reset everything start again from scratch but can they afford to do that they've got a stadium to pay off this in, someone has to have severe investment and it has to be Every single one has to be spot on. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people like bantered about Arsene Wenger and kind of like all he was good for is getting Champions League. But when you've got a stadium to pay for and you can't make transfer signings above like 20 mil because you can't, you've got to spend the money repaying for the stadium. To keep up with getting Champions League, to keep up with these other teams like Chelsea in that era of spending money out there. Yeah, but don't forget money out Beyonce ain't a period at the Emirates. Huh? Beyonce appearing at the Emirates. That's a fact. Anthony Joshua ain't fine at the Emirates. Kim Kardashian at the Emirates, but uh, <laughs> a funny analysis. Like the the moment she arrived at the Emirates, our kind of decline started. Bro, I then. saw Saka on Facetime to her and her kids, man. Maybe all the boys. And then suddenly the form went. All the boys are loved up, but um, yeah, shout out Kim Kardashian every time. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Spurs have got a lot of soul searching to do, I they? If they even have a soul. Let's talk about the bottom of the table before we wrap up and give you our predictions. Mm-hmm. Everton, Yerry Mina doing the most. Like the 98th minute equaliser. I said this on the pod. Yerry Mina, all he's good for is red cards or slapping his big head on Big things. noggin on that, mate. And that's what he's here for. Leicester City last night um, getting a draw against Did Newcastle. You watch game? I watched uh, like the first half and he hit the point I've never times. seen a team play such a fat park the bus yeah tactic. but I like that innit like, oh, mate, you got to do what you got to do Dean Smith and Craig Shakespeare and John Terry just went right boys and it worked they got they five at the back yeah and we're, we're staying like that it was a squeaky bum time at a certain time like a couple quid off quid uh, cleared off the line couple hit the post crossbar the post, whatever but, yeah a lot of people were saying that like um, they had opportunities towards the end of the game where like Leicester put a couple that of forwards that like, saved from um, Pope was, was mental and a lot of people saying that like oh why didn't they kind of give it a go because they could have had chances and my if thought you, to that lose, is if they gave it a go the way Newcastle were playing they would have scored about seven if you lose yeah you're re- you're basically all but relegated yeah they couldn't give it a go from because the start they've given themselves a chance on the final day exactly if they win and Everton lose Leicester will be in the league next season. And Leicester are playing a West Ham team that are probably on the beach, don't want any injuries before their biggest game of the last decade. Whereas Everton are against at home, though. The, oh, Leicester and Everton both at home. Both at home. Leeds Everton, also at home. All of them have got pretty much on the beach teams. Yes. 
But this could be... So, Everton playing Bournemouth. Gary O'Neill's Bournemouth. Um, Quality they, season. But oh, they lost 1-0 to United. <coughs> yeah. So, um, <coughs> great season for Bournemouth. Yeah. Don't think anyone would expect... I see someone... On, I can't remember what podcast it is, yeah. Watch but, podcast. Oh, mate. It was so... Let me find this right now. You keep talking, but I'm going to come back to this because it... So, I, I want to talk about the Leicester-Newcastle game. So, a lot of people saw like, oh, yeah. Why didn't Le- uh, Leicester give it a go? Because they started five at the back, like you said. Woot Fez, Johnny Evans, oh, it's not even just Harry Podcast. It's Football Daily, yeah? Oh, Football Daily. Yeah, mess. This, this, this Donny, yeah, is saying that Bournemouth are the worst team in the league. And that Gary, Gary O'Neill shouldn't be in the shout for manager of the season. Even though he's got the worst team in the league into a mid-table position. Yeah. Just whatever you're doing right now, leave. Your opinions are invalid. Goodbye. Man. But yeah, so carry on. Yeah, they were playing five at the back and benched arguably their two best players in Barnes and Madison. And before the game, Dean Smith was asked why and they were like, they know the kind of plan for this game and they're happy because that is the plan. And, and they won't it get worked. before their transfer in the summer. It worked because... They frustrated Newcastle, got the nil-nil. But the last 10 minutes, it was all Leicester because they were pushing for like a cheeky last-minute winner. But all I could think about when I was watching the first half was that if Leicester did give it a go from the beginning... Newcastle would have torn them apart. Newcastle would have torn them apart. They were playing so good. And it was just because they had about a million defenders in the box that they couldn't get through. And Everson, as shit as he is, had quite a good game. Quite a good game. But yeah, if... Leicester gave it a go from the off, they would have been torn apart. So coming down to the final um, game week of the season, we got Everton sitting outside the um, the relegation zone. Yep, two points clear currently. Two points clear. They're on 33 points. Mm-hmm. With a goal difference of minus 24. You've got Leicester sat in 18th. Uh, 31 points, minus 18 goal difference. Goal difference will help them. And Leeds United pretty much all but down. It's sad for Leeds. Um, with a goal difference of minus 27 on the same points as Leicester. So, Leeds, for them to stay up, they need Everton and... Yeah, they need Everton to lose and they need to win by three goals. But yeah, they need... Yeah, I was going to say unless to lose, but um, yeah, they need both of them to lose and Leeds to win quite well. So, I think Leeds... No, they don't need Leicester to lose because if... Oh, they would, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Leicester. Yeah, and then so it's... Leeds, for me, all but down. It's tough because... I can actually see Leeds getting a result against Spurs. And the good... Yeah, yeah, so can I. But the good thing about Everton and Leicester's games, Bournemouth and West Ham, that they're quite the similar level games. So it's who out of those two wants it more. And it'd be just a relegation battle juice. I saw more fight in that Leicester game last night than I'd seen in their, like, entire every game put together in the season. Yeah. Like, honestly, it was... They actually show, like, they, they're like, oh... We kind of want to stay in the Premier League. Yeah, Everton we know the have been fighting the every game I've seen on the Dutch. Every game, yeah. apart from maybe one or two blowouts, yeah. where they've clearly just been outclassed, they've been there pretty much in and around it. Forest, for me, and it's easy to say this now with their safe, but they were the team with the most fight in that relegation battle. Yeah, every game, week, yeah. they were fighting. I'm glad they've stayed up because yeah. I think they've got fantastic fans. They've got some really great players and I think it was brave them to stick by Steve, Steve Cooper. 100%. And I think it's paid dividends, so congratulations for us. But for me, I think Everton just, do it. Yeah, let's just go for it. Who do you reckon? I think Everton do it, and I think we'll be seeing Leeds and Leicester in the Championship next season. I agree. I reckon Leicester, as good as that point was against Newcastle, they're not going to sit up the same way against West Ham. And they need to win. They need to win, and I don't think they will. And even if they do, I actually reckon Everton get a win against Bournemouth anyway, yeah. which invalidates anything I mean, can we're about so. to do our predictions but I, I predict that Everton will beat Bournemouth yeah, same. and I think West Ham probably draw I yeah. reckon it'll be a draw yeah something like that and I, don't yeah. know, I don't think Leicester have the quality to beat West Ham no I, yeah it's and like don't one. forget like these players yeah it was West Ham t- in the West Ham team some of them they'll probably play like a you know some of the backup players or whatever because they don't want to risk injuries for the final they'll probably be hungry but they might be like right this is my time to prove it facts you know and they've got talent They've got talent. Come back after the break where we'll hit you up with some predictions. Let's go. For the final time this Luke, season. You need to pull the finger out of your ass, mate, because it's going to be a dub for us otherwise. It's going to be rough. But yeah, come back in a minute. Let's go. Ross has just seen the video I'm referring to. Yeah, he showed me. It's a howler from whoever you are. Pat, Pat, Pat or some 
Doggy Critchley, you you're backing yourself up. Like, I'm yeah, shout out you. Doggy Critchley. Because, because whoever that Donny is, he's got... That's a howler. That's a howler. How could you say, yeah, that Gary O'Neill has done nothing by getting Bournemouth into mid-table, There's yeah? been some... Ha- like Bour- Bournemouth, bear in mind, lost 9-0 to Liverpool. I know, fuck you not. they had Scott Parker in charge blaming the players... Gary O'Neill with literally zero coaching credentials. I think he was he left like retired. He went to Liverpool. I think he worked with like the Liverpool under twenty ones or whatever. Suddenly being thrown into the Bournemouth job, basically. I've got the job because coach. he did so well. Because he did so well, yeah. yeah. And he's got them literally mid table. They were safe. They were literally relegated. Giving by Arsenal a run for their money. Only Arsenal came back and got like a last minute winner. They beat Spurs. They just lost one nil to United. They've done decent this season mate but big if you, results everyone had Bournemouth to go down big Bournemouth results. have made a mockery of everyone you saw their TikToks yeah, yeah. They, they literally have called, called everyone out on their bullshit and it's correct so shut your mouth and how can you still be having that opinion now I was going to compare it to the fact that Rory Jennings said that um, Haaland wouldn't get top goal scorer and that's like fair enough go out on a, a whim and say that because he, and he's come back and hold his hands and up. And you come back. But this is like, you have the evidence in front of you. Whereas like Rory had, are you obviously just, he had Bundesliga. Are you um, just refusing to read the table? That's what I'm saying. It's like, you have the info in front of you. Why would you not just take that in and make like just, a, Oh, it's just terrible. Terrible, so terrible. you're a opinions. donut. Uh, Shout out come, Dougie Critchley though. Don't come on the pod if you're a donut. But predictions for the final time of the season... Starting off, well, I was going to say starting off, but they're all at the same time. But starting off with the boys, Arsenal hosting Wolves. I think Arsenal will want something to shout about to end the season. They will. Um, KO, my fucking guy, signed a new contract. That's what we love to see. And we've got to go out on a... Because it'd be sad to lose this game and kind of... The the season the, is tarnished. The summer, you go into it thinking, oh, that's been a bit of a rubbish season. When actually, it's been the best season Arsenal have had in about 10 years. So, it's one of those where you don't want to go into the summer it's thinking... It's not the best season you've had since you won the league. Yeah, but... I like, guess you've had like Champions League. Yeah, we then. and we've had like um, FA, FA Cup Cups, wins. Yeah, so yeah. It's like, but like, it's been one of the best seasons we've had in a hot minute. So, to go out on a whimper would be sad. So, I reckon Come we do... Come out, them. Show, show something what you're made of. Show that you're still that team that got City to, pretty much to the end of this season. And if we go out on a bang... Players want to come in. Declan Rice will be like, yes, sir. Because the way I saw Declan Rice acting at his final game at the London Stadium looked like my guy was on his way out. Arsenal 2-0. 3-1 Arsenal. Bash. Aston Villa versus Brighton. Two teams who it's have surprised game. a lot. Yeah, good game. Um, two teams who both lost their managers midway through the season sacking Steven Gerrard and Graham Potter being sniped by Chelsea two managers are currently floating around the transfer void Unai Emery flying he's done He's done brilliantly an underrated manager and, do you uh, know when you play Among Us and you get ejected and you're just floating around in space that's what Potter and Steven Gerrard are currently doing they've been ejected and they're just floating around in space but, waiting for someone but one to, of them's a good manager yeah well that's what I'm saying someone needs to snap him up but yeah um, for me I think uh, Brighton will want to douche on the end of the day, the season. You know what I mean? They want to go out of the bank. These men are firing them. And I to think fair, Aston Liverpool, Villa... Aston Villa, good result against Liverpool on the weekend. Aston Villa... Good team. Very good team. It's going to be a tight game, but I think Brighton's deserve style of play will prove too much for Aston Villa. I think it, it may be one of the worst counters for Aston Villa. I think just the way Brighton play will pull Villa apart. don't think Villa have it to, to deal with it. I'm going Brighton 2-0. Brighton 2-0. I reckon it's going to be a tighter game than that. I think it's going to be a 1-1. Brentford versus Man City. Well, Man City, home and away. They've already got the title. They're going to be resting up players for the uh, Champions League. That being said, though, their B team is... So good. Disgusting. So, um, Brentford obviously lost Ivan Tony. Good result, though, in the weekend. 3-1 against Spurs. Uh, Beat Man City Whistle with two And and Bomo with one And Bomo with two Whistle with one But Brentford got a result Against Man City Earlier in the season So they won't Won't be worried Late winner won't it Yeah they won't be worried Prediction Oh uh, 3-0 Man City 3-0 Man City I agree Nice Uh, Chelsea Newcastle though Chelsea Newcastle Wow Chelsea a team That have Champions League Pedigree No longer Newcastle, welcome to the Champions League. Chelsea, Chelsea, zero European competition next season. That's rough. Is that rough though, or is that good for them? 
I mean, it's terrible for them. I mean, it's terrible for but, Todd Bowley's like cash flow. But yeah, we've seen it, teams be able to focus on the league, do very well on the league in the league. So could be could be that. the it, moment Arsenal started focusing solely on the league is where the capitulation started. Got all too much. For you. You're overthinking it. Um, Chelsea, <laughs> Newcastle. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna go like two all, two all, two all, two all. Yeah, I reckon maybe Newcastle, now that they've secured Champions League, they must have had a piss-up last night once they secured it. So I think they could be a bit tipsy on the day. I'm going to go for a 1-1. Crystal Palace versus Nottingham Forest. Beach Central over here. Yeah, but as they turn it up, I'm going to say 4-1 Palace. 4-1 Palace. Goodbye, Wilfred Zaha. Mm. Nottingham Forest are probably already pissed up as well after their last game against Arsenal. I mean, they're all in the change room doing TikToks with Jesse Lingard. This could be like an official beach day because there's a lot of teams on the beach. There's not much jeopardy apart from literally the Leeds Leicester. It's the relegation battle. So there's a lot of teams that just probably don't give a fuck. And I think this is one of them. I'm just going to go for a 2-0 Crystal Palace. Everton versus Bournemouth. Wow. This is literally... This is pretty much the only game that has... For me, Any this is the game that I'll be watching, I think. Yes. That's probably um, why it's on Sky Sports. And like, it'd be nice because I wouldn't mind seeing Everton, Leeds or Leicester. Two of those three all down the championship, mate. Love it. Bring I'd, it I'd rather it not be Leeds, but it's going to be Leeds. It's almost certainly Leeds. So, it's, yeah. Yeah, I, I would like to see Everton get relegated so much, but I think they're going to be safe. But after that, that Leicester fan that pissed me off yeah, on Talk Sport. Saying, oh, we don't want to be back in the championship. We've been there, done that. You do not deserve to be in the Premier League anymore. I'm sorry, I'm I'm tarnishing all Leicester fans with the same brush here. No, it's coming for you. And I'm I'm a Leicester fan. Went to uni in Leicester. Was there when they won the league. He was. I've always looked up Leicester. Love it. Love that. I think they have a brilliant community team. Like their owners. Like their owners. The owners do a lot for the community. Yep. And the ungrateful man that went on TalkSport has Fuck soured you, my taste Talk for Leicester. Sport, man. So you're getting relegated. I but, think you're a wet don if you're calling into TalkSport to have a chat. Mate, just get some friends. Um, <laughs> TalkSport hosts are not your friends, mate. <laughs> they literally had to take the piss out of you. Yeah, literally. Um, Everton going to win 2-1. Yeah, I think, I, I think Paul will score first and then Dyche will be like, no guys, this is not how we're doing it. Come on, he sounds like um, who's it, Soap from Call of Duty. Was it Soap? Is that who it was? Yeah, come on. Um, Oh wait, Captain Price. Yeah, Captain Price. Is that who's Soap? Is Soap Soap McTavish? Uh, yeah, he's yeah, like he's the guy you play as. But um, shout out Soap. Yeah, shout out Modern Warfare Two. Is that Modern Warfare Two? Nah, that's um, it's Modern Warfare Two, isn't it? Yeah, well, maybe it is. What's the one where you start and you go on uh, you go on the uh, cargo ship? Uh, Modern Warfare Two or Modern Warfare what? The first one. Fuck knows, mate. It's Long time ago, that. Time. That's like a decade. But um, yeah, I reckon Everton do them two 0 Cool beans. Uh, Leeds versus Spurs. It's over for Leeds. It is. But I fancy them here. I'm going to go 1 all. 1 all. Bamford, I think he went off injured. He went off injured. No, I think like Rodrigo had some injury. sort yeah. of problem. I think Spurs, on their farewell to Harry Kane, decide to pull their finger out and maybe like a last ditch attempt to show him what he's missing out on if he leaves, which is absolutely nothing, Harry. Get yourself out of there ASAP, mate. Um, I'm gonna go two 0 Spurs. Such a, like two ones, you know, like a toxic relationship where like you're about to leave, so they just like they're like, no, don't go. Yeah, they like take you out for dinner <laughs> one time, treat you, and then they fucking bully you for like years. Um, yeah, two one Spurs. Okay, Leicester versus West Ham, another big big game. Like you said, West Ham potentially resting some key players for that uh, European final yes. in Prague. But for me, Leicester. Like it's time, it's time to go. I think um, I'm gonna go for one all. One all. I'm gonna give Leicester the win, just for some jeopardy. But they're gonna be on their phone in the stadium, like, what the fuck's going on in the Everton game? And Everton are gonna also oh, be winning, and their is, hearts are gonna break on TV. It's gonna be There's so gonna good. Be kids crying. It's gonna and be I'm so gonna so good. Love it. Uh, so yeah, Leicester one nil. Man United versus Fulham. Genuinely couldn't care less. Uh, Man United 2 0. I was gonna say 2 1. Two, actually, I'm gonna say 2 1. Okay, <laughs> Nitro, he's back and he's firing. 
And rounding us off, Southampton versus Liverpool. Liverpool seven. I was gonna say eight one. Okay, seven nil. Wait, you know how like <laughs> you know how like Southampton just drop bare like they're like the team as like another what was it seven to they lost nine, seven to Leicester and not, seven to Man United or nine to Man United something like that. Yeah. It's gonna be I'm gonna go eight one Liverpool. I'm gonna go seven nil Liverpool. Wow, and that is the final <laughs> predictions. I'm gonna need a big week there Come to on. catch up, but it's been rough. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you very much for watching. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed following along the season with us. We'll be back yeah. next week for um, our Premier League team of the season and a little season roundup as well as a look back on our predictions for the table at the beginning of the season. Oh, yeah, shit. I forgot about that. That's good um, so, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff coming up. Don't worry. Over the summer, we'll be pumping out the content. Got some big collaborations lined up. Uh, episode 50 is just around the corner. Make sure you are subscribed and you're ready for that because that is going to be the best video yet. Best video ever on YouTube? It might be. Um, but yeah. YouTube, can you put it on the homepage? I Guys, how you do that. remember, yeah? Hit that subscribe button. Just right here. It means a lot to us. Um, we're trying to hit 200 before the uh, season ends, which would be really, really, really great. Got so much coming up this summer. So yeah, even though the season's over, the content does not stop. The if content anything, probably just gets going. Gets going. And then get ready because we've got the summer content and then season two of... Or draw or kicking draw. off and it's, it's going to be, be a whole switch up mate you're not even going to recognize us it's going to be very very different but guys we thank you and appreciate all the support you've given us throughout yes. the season but it's not over yet we've got one more big game week to go uh let us know who's getting relegated who's going to win the champions league the europa league does Vinny league? need to come to a uh, long lay that's um long letter long letter long lays the tottenham center back Claremont Longley. That isn't Longley. Anglais. Longlais. Longlais. It's English. Yeah. Uh, what's Longleterre? Is that. Longleterre is England, though. No? In what? In language? French. Ah, oui, oui. Cultured. Come on. Shout out. Thank you very much for watching. Yes. It's been Bordron, episode number 47. Yes. And it's live. Let's go.